Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives Podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And today, oh, I just looked at the clock and it's 11-11. That's a good sign. Oh, cool. Yeah, 11-11, good sign. Okay, so uh, today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, divination. One of us should have pulled up, somebody pull up a, 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 like a, an actual uh, definition of that. I don't know. I'm sure there's a definition of that. Um, divination. We want to talk a little bit about different divination and um, the different kinds of of divination. What you could call divination. Yeah, the divination tools. Right. Divination tools. So the way I was always taught di- divination. Divination is just um, using tools as your um, for psychic readings. Um, you, I, I think you have it. I'm looking at. I do. I have a couple of different things. This is interesting. It says um, the practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means, the Celtic art of divination. But the full meaning is the art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers or tools. Okay. Yeah. And so the tools part is how I learned it or stepped into it. And I'll just, um, you know, for those who don't know, I went to, I was a student of the four winds and studied shamanism for, I don't know, it took, probably took me two and a half, three years or something to get my certification or whatever. And one of the classes was like a week long class on divination. And so Kathy had been talking about scrying and scrying is divination with using tools. So let's back up a little bit and talk like, so when we say tools, tools can be our pendulums, which we use. Tools can be uh, a, um, what do you call it? A crystal ball, mm-hmm. um, a Tower mirror. Card. That's what scrying would be. Divination using, I think the scrying definition is something about divination using a um, reflective, looking into a reflective service sur- surface, like a mirror or like a crystal ball. So a that's- crystal ball, they actually have scrying bowls too, or a mirror. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might want to look, you might think scrying too. Remember Harry Potter, how they take their head and they put it in that bowl? They put the thing, that's probably considered yes. scrying. So or scrying. even in, in a, a still pond, anything you can see your reflection. Yeah, anything that you can see your reflection. And we're going to talk about that, the mirror thing. Don't let us go away without talking about the mirror thing. But so scrying would be a form of div- divination, using your pendulum div- divination, using cards like tarot cards or animal cards or something like that. Now, the only thing with um, the tarot cards 
or any type of card. Like if you go and you pull a card and then you go to the book and you open it up and you read what it says, that technically would not be divination because you're reading what the author says this card means. Divination would be picking the card and just looking at it and then what intuitive psychic hits are you getting by looking at that card? So, um, and we, and you can, we can't leave out the Ouija board. We, yeah, I guess. Is that, I guess, is that type <laughs> of divination? Is. Would that yeah. be divination? It is a type of divination. Not that I, I would want to do that, yeah. but. <laughs> Wait, what do you have written down there, Kath? I have a list of like 20 divination tools. Oh, let's go through yeah. them. So pendulum. Yeah. Arrow and pendulum. So cards. let's go through them and then try to discuss a little bit of, of like each one, if we have any experience with them. The pendulum thing is cool divination, but it's also very, what I call like surface divination. In other words, you're just asking a pendulum, yes or no questions. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's divination, but you're not getting a whole right. heck of- But it does foretell the future. It does foretell if the future. Ask, yeah. If you ask it a question about the future, it will, you know, it will energetically, I'm, I'm fascinated by the pendulum because I use mine all the time. Yeah. And here's the thing that, that um, Kathy and Ginger and I now do, which we, I think is pretty cool. So there is an element when you're using their, your pendulum of it picking up your energy. So in other words, if I say, um, you, know, you know, should I get a new puppy? Okay. And I really want a new puppy. <laughs> right. Is it going to give you a yes? Because your energy. Correct. Is the pendulum could be picking that up. So what Kathy and Ginger and I do all the time with each other is when we have like something like, Ooh, I really need this, but I'm really connected to the outcome. And Ginger started this several months ago and I'm like, well, that's brilliant. So what she'll do is she'll text us and say, I need a yes or no question. I need a yes or no to question one, question two, question three. So Kathy and I take our pendulums. We have no idea what question one, question two, question three is. We but just Ginger say- has, Ginger has written them down on her own and she just doesn't share the information with us. So we don't actually know what answer, what question we're answering. We just know our intention is to connect with Ginger's question. Correct. Right. So we're not influenced because, you know, if she asks us a certain question, because Kathy and I are friends, we want it to go a certain way, you know, right. so this keeps it really, really clean. Um, so we're saying, you know, like Kathy said, our intention is to connect with question number one that Ginger has intended. And is it yes or no? Um, and so then this happens all the time and then we'll text. And that's really worked out well for us. It does. Yeah. I think it has. I yeah. think it has. And the cool thing about divination, pendulum, whatever is yeah. Future. Cause they say like they, you know, you know, future telling, well, yeah. you know, I always, I say uh, guidance and guidance can be future guidance or whatever. We talk about this all the time. Clients will come in, you know, when am I going to meet, my perfect mate or something like that, you know, thinking that we can give them, you know, Tuesday, May 23rd at 5 PM, you know, but I mean, maybe we could sometime, I don't know. I don't get dates or anything like that, but so sometimes when a client will come that I will say, and Ginger, you know, we've talked about this before. Like I'm not a few, you know, I'm not a, a fortune teller or a future teller, but 
if we rephrase the question, I can ask my pendulum, you know? Um, so anyway, pendulum, cool divination tool, slightly limited because it's just yes or no. Um, what else is on your list? And then the tarot cards, which we talked about. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. I, um, tarot the, or oracle. Tarot, really. oracle, animal cards. Excuse me. Playing, angel playing cards. cards, actually. Playing, playing cards. cards. You're right, because you're looking. Let's not forget trucker, 18-wheeler. So I can tell that story. 18-wheeler, <laughs> trucker, divination. Remember I told you about that? That's yeah, right. Yeah. You know, meaning you can do it with anything. Um, you're just looking at something softly and are you getting a vision are you getting a feeling are you getting just a knowing thing or something like that so yeah tarot cards oracle cards angel cards any cards um candles and so i've read about oh, this because yeah. i thought it was pretty interesting is staring into the candle asking a question and then watching watching how the candle flickers yes and then having a knowing around what that flickering means Yes, um, that's cool. That's cool. Um, automatic writing. I love. Oh, I didn't even writing. think of that. I didn't yeah. either. Love. Okay, that. so if I anybody love does, automatic. Writing. Yeah. So if anybody doesn't know what automatic writing is, do you guys do your automatic writing on a computer or writing? No, I write always handwritten. See, I used to always do it handwritten, but it comes in so fast mm. that it's easier for me to type it but I close my eyes. So for oh, anybody that doesn't know, automatic writing is either with a computer, you know, you know, a blank, you know, word document or whatever in front of you or a piece of paper and a pen. And do you guys like ask like, okay, so here's, here's what I'm, you know, God's spirit universe, whoever you connect with, here's my issue. Here's what I want direction on. Here's my question. And then I just kind of close my eyes and with my hands on the keyboard and then just whatever comes out, comes out. Yes. Yes. I write physically write. Um, and do you and, do the same thing? Ask a question, yes. close your eyes. And if I'm working with my guides, sometimes if it doesn't immediately come through, I, I write the question out and then I write as if my guides are, I know my guides are talking to me, but, but as if they are, uh, thank you, Ginger. And then boom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're still there. Um, and you can tell, like, it's, and I want everybody to be, um, if they try this, to think it's not working. Because at the beginning, right, you can't tell necessarily, is it me or is it coming through something else? But if, if you do it enough and you practice at it and you really let go, um, yeah. you, you may see, this is what happened to me, a way that uh, a, a sentence is phrased. I know that's not me or a word is used and I'm like, that is not me. Um, and then, you know, sometimes things come through and you think, oh, wow, I never thought of looking at the right. situation this way. I know that wasn't me because I was stuck here. And yeah. now, I, you know, can and see sometimes it. you it's great to even kind of give yourself a little like sort of what you said, like, hi, Ginger. Or what, what did you say? Like, yeah. you know, so sometimes it it helps me if I'm like eh, 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 to say to, to literally write, you know, like, well, hello, Jerry, thank you for, yes. but, but I know it's me, but it's sort of like yeah. a, like a priming the pump or, or just kind of starting. Also, I've done it before where I don't get complete sentences. Yeah. I don't it's just get word, 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 word. Yeah. And then when you look at it later, so that's the thing, you're not really looking at what you're writing. In other words, you're not really you kind of look at, I do kind of look at it later. You're just like right. flow. 
on the page. And you don't that's care why about spelling, punctuation, exactly. grammar, right. nothing. And that's the thing for me, it comes in so fast. So I've learned that, oh my gosh, it's easier for me to do it on a keyboard with my eyes closed mm-hmm. and set my fingers on the right keys to start and hope they stay there. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you're like, what? what's that? You know, but you know, because blah, 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 and my, and so I'm not looking at what I'm writing. So then afterwards, I'm like, whoa. Well, so, and that I do that with that when I write too, is I keep my eyes closed. Okay. So it's all yeah. over. It, it might be all over the page, but I keep, yeah. I generally keep my eyes closed when I'm doing it. Yeah. I did yeah. a, I did a, um, a 30 day writing assignment where you woke up every morning, soon as you wake up, grab <laughs> your journal. Yeah. Write for five minutes. You know, and did you? Ask whatever a question or you just nope just okay. it's almost five. like a brain dump whatever's you know but it's like you want to do you don't want to you 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 almost want to do it like you wake up you don't even go use the bathroom you yeah. definitely don't get your cup of coffee like do right, not right. let yourself get all the way woken up grab your pen and paper write write for five minutes or for however long it takes to get everything out of your brain turn the page don't look at it the next day wake up after 30 days go back and oh my god so you don't even read it every day no you read it at the end of the 30 days and find the patterns of what's going going on did you find patterns i did you did it was pretty fascinating oh see i want to do that i'm gonna try that that sounds really cool it's a really cool exercise to do i'm so writing that but the the important thing is is you turn that piece of paper you don't look at it and when you go back to read to find the patterns stay out of the hole oh my god I spelled that word wrong I did this I yeah did yeah that. yeah but I had a lot of just single words just, yes just you know it's literally like you're sitting there and a word comes to your mind okay write the word down I don't know why it came to my mind but oh guess what after 30 days it makes sense that you is know, so it's, cool it's, it's oh really my god really I love cool. that one I love that um, one. That's cool. So, so everybody make sure like, don't if, like, everybody try this. I hope people tr- listen to this, try this and go to the Facebook page and like say, oh my God, that was cool. And like, right, tell us what, yeah. or comment on the, on the podcast or whatever on our website. But that, so another, um, really another like. tool that I don't actually know anything about, but I learned through a cousin of mine that our great, great grandmother was a tea leaf reader in Italy is tea leaves. Yes. And I, I don't know anything about reading tea leaves. Well, um, and, and we, when we were talking about this off, off recording, um, before, um, uh, we were talking about, um, like the I Ching is it's I Ching, I think. Yes. Um, I learned that a little bit and I'm not, don't quote me on any of this because it's been so long and I don't really know that, but, Um, I don't really know a lot about it, so I'm not going to dive into it, but there's like a a grid in front of you and you just take rocks. Like when we were in shaman school, they said, go out and get pebbles. Mm -hmm. We just got pebbles and then you hold them in your hand and drop them onto the, the pattern in front of you and in whatever quadrant it falls in means something, but you didn't even have to have to do the I Ching in a pattern. You could just take rocks or like you said tea leaves mm-hmm. because basically okay. what it is, is you're just putting it out there and then you're staring at it and you're looking at what's is there a pattern do you have a knowing do you feel something do you do you know what i mean it, it can be anything so same with tea leaves 
And that leads me to, I, I told you guys this, we did this again, because in, we, again, we had a whole class, a whole week basically on divination. So we were divining everything. Mm-hmm. We, we took a glass of warmish water and dropped an egg in it. And so let it sit there for a while. So because the water was really, really warm, it wasn't boiling or anything. It was really warm though. The um, egg white kind of like the egg kind of suspends in the water. So you took an egg and you cracked an egg. Cracked it and very slowly okay. put it out into the water. So I, the when egg, you described it last week, I thought you meant you put a whole oh, egg no. in a shell. Yeah, me too. Like, no, so that the egg okay. white, because it was kind of warm water, you know how like the like an egg white will, you know, yeah. sort of start Almost, to poach a little bit. Yes. So then after a bit, we came back and what did we see in the pattern? What did we see? What hits were we getting? looking at it. So it's basically using your intuitive sense, but with a tool. Right. You know, so yes, tea leaves, eggs. I mean, please, what else is on there? Um, Astrology, which is a pretty heavy tool. Pretty heavy tool. And one man, I would love to talk about astrology. I don't know anything. I know we need to, yeah, I don't either. We, we need to talk about that in a future episode for sure. Wood runes, which I don't Oh, I love runes. I have runes and I absolutely love runes. Now runes are, they're like little, um, tiny stones. They can be stones. They can be wood. They can be whatever. They're ancient, ancient, ancient. They're very much like tarot cards. My runes are in like a little velvet bag and I will, it's the same thing as like pulling a card. Okay. And you get a specific rune and there's a book and you can look at, you know, the book, just like a card, Oracle card or whatever, or, but you can divine with runes as well, you know, not looking at the book and let's, and here's the thing. I don't want to diss the books because the, the, right. it's still but divination. It's, it's, it's a different way to use the tool versus divining from. Correct. From but yes. runes are amazing. So they're just these little shapes and each one means something. Mm. So I have mine in a velvet bag. And if I'm like, Ooh, it's a rune day. I don't feel like doing a card. I just, you know, think about what I'm trying to get guidance on. And I just put my hand in the bag and then, oh, that's the room. Cool. And then, you know, so yeah, they're really, they're really super cool. Really yeah. super cool. I love um, them. Your palm. Oh yeah. Another divination tool. Yeah. Which there's, you know, again, along with astrology, like you need to know what all the lines mean and what all the different patterns of lines mean and that kind of thing. But yeah. Um, and that we talked about that too. I'm in awe of people that can, you know, we had like uh, our friend Tara, who's been on this before and she does tarot card readings, but she doesn't just hear, she has a client in front of her and picks the card. She doesn't go to the book. She is a combination of, she knows what this card means, but then she, what are, what is her psychic sense saying about this card or whatever. But I'm in awe of people that know like astrology and, all, and the palm, the same thing. This line means this. I can't, we've talked about this before. I don't have a brain that can remember that stuff. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know why I don't, you know, like they can pick up a card and, oh, the three of cups means blah, blah, blah. You know, I have no idea. So for me, it's more of, I'm looking at this card and what is this meaning right now? What hits am I getting on this right now? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's more like I was holding up. We've talked about this before. Like I have a a set of cards that is uh, animals 
and there's like a groundhog and he's got a heart and he's wearing something on his head and he's, you know, so it's not like I'm looking at, oh, groundhog, a groundhog means blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. What is it as I stare at it? What is coming into me? What is coming into me? You know what I mean? What else you got? Um, crystals. Crystals, and, yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are different ways to use crystals too. Um, yeah. Dice. Dice, which I would think would be along the line of the wood runes. I don't Probably. know. I want to go back to crystals because I hope you don't mind me saying this. Not um, at all. Ginger, but um, how Wyatt picks up. Uh, tell the story that quick, just quickly about how he picked up the one. What was it? A, well, he kept coming. I was in my sunroom and I this had This is my, her grandson. My grandson, who was six maybe at the time. And I had my um, crystals. I had put them outside for um, clear yeah, yeah. If a charging. And so then I brought them in and he kept, he was playing and then he kept coming into the sunroom and he was picking up um, one stone in particular, which was the, um, the rose quartz. And so finally I said, do you like that one? And he said, yes. And he put it up to his chest and he said, this one makes me feel good. Oh. And I thought, wow. Right. You know, so that's like a form of divi- He's divining what, and the thing is rose quartz is all about absolute your unconditional heart. love. And it's associated with your heart. So the fact that he picked it up and he like put it like yeah. um, to his heart anyway. So that, that is super cool. So he's feeling energy from that stone right a six-year-old now know. normally right and I, I don't want to go off track here but normally you know like say our generation or whatever if I had done that I, we would never have had a, 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 a rose I know, right. but if I did my mother would be thinking what are you talking about like you whack job put that yes. rock down put that rock down is exactly right yes right. put that rock down don't say things like that and go out and play <laughs> oh my god that's funny um, and then the last one on my on my list, I'm sure that there are more, but these are just the ones that um, I came across, uh, is the mirror. Yes. So let me tell the story about um, the 18-wheeler divination first. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> the point of this is that you can use anything. Oh, psychometry. Oh, yes. Yeah. You, you know, so you can use, so that's another one. Um, many of us have been in different classes where we've played with psychometry. Psychometry is you're with a partner or client or whatever, and they give you something of theirs, whether it's a necklace or a ring or their keys or, you know, something of theirs, and you're holding it in your hand. And what hits are you getting off of that thing? Now, when I do that, it's usually, um, I get humans from it. Like I remember, uh, when we were up in Brian Weiss, Kathy, mm-hmm. and I was holding your friend Kim's, mm-hmm. I think it was a necklace or something. Mm-hmm. Her brother had given her the necklace and I was picking up information on her brother. Right. So like for me, when I do psychometry, it's people. That, you know, like I feel the people, does that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, As yes. opposed to if I'm like reading tea leaves or a truck, it's, you know, a something. So uh, I want to talk about the truck thing. This was after we were in shaman school again, and it was a divination. It was our last class and we were all out in California. So we were all kind of leaving. So I was on my way back to like uh, the airport and I had friends that were driving all the way back to the East coast from Joshua tree. And we were on the phone and we were talking and we were laughing about um, 
they were practicing their divination on trucks, 18 wheelers that would go by, you know, you see an 18 wheeler go by and it's like, maybe like a grocery store truck. And there's like, you know, a cornucopia thing, you know what that's what it's called, right? A a basket thing with like fruit or something like that. So my friend Jen would be like staring at it and like, oh, and you know, like, so the whole point of it is you can kind of do divination on anything, anything that, that is, that has a pattern or has a shape or has something, something, do you know what I mean? But all those tools that Kathy talked about are the tools, you know, that, that most people would associate with divination. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So um, the mirror thing. So that goes along with scrying. Scrying would be a form of divination using the glass or a mirror. Now, Kathy, you've done this before, right? And so I did scrying. Oh, we did it looking not with another person at our past life regression um, workshop. And it was fascinating to see basically what I saw as I was sitting, sitting in the lotus position with basically my knees touching the other person who's sitting across from me. So you're really close to another person. And this was at night. So Brian shut off all the lights. So it was, it wasn't pitch black, but it was pretty darn black in, in, it was pretty dark. Um, And we just stared into each other's eyes. And within a minute, I just began seeing face after face after face after face like it was an unbelievable experience yeah and so anybody can do this with somebody and i've done the same thing and you're going left eye to left eye that's how i taught i i i, I don't know if you have to go left eye to left eye i believe when you're you're somebody's standing in front of you sitting in front of you like that you're real close knee to knee it's fairly dark in the room, almost so you can just see the eye. I would also, um, for me, I don't know for anybody else, but I have to take my glasses off. It doesn't work when I have my glasses on. So I, I take my glasses off. You stare left eye to left eye. The only reason I think maybe left eye to left eye is because it activates right brain. Maybe. I don't know. But to me, left eye to left eye. So you're literally just staring. If you blink, it's okay. You're not talking. You're not saying anything. You're just staring at that person's left eye. Now, the thing that I don't remember when I did it was, and we talked about this, um, I guess you set an intention prior when you're, you're looking like we did it, like show me my past lives. Mm. Um, so you set an intention that when I'm looking at this person, I'm seeing I guess you could do it both ways. I'm seeing my past lives or I'm seeing their past lives. Yeah. See, I believe I did it that I was seeing their past lives. Yeah. So you could do it either way. And that would make sense since you did it in a past life regression thing. You know right. what I mean? I think I did it in shaman school. Um, and so it, it really is kind of profound because you're actually seeing like faces. Like, do you remember some of the faces you saw? I do. I I remember seeing, I don't remember seeing any young faces. I remember seeing a lot of old faces. And then I remember seeing almost some faces that looked like they belonged on a totem. It was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And at first it kind of like, whoa, what is happening? Do you Uh know what I mean? And it's okay if you blink and it's okay if you kind of, you know, you try not to look away, but you can't help it almost because you find like you want to look at the whole face. 
sort of like, but you look away. I would see, I saw old faces too, but I also saw um, movement in the faces. Mm -hmm. And I also saw different, like, it wasn't like if your partner was a female, it, there were males coming up too. Mm -hmm. do, do you know right. what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Both sexes for sure. Yeah. Um, super cool. So that's the way Kathy and I have both done it. Ginger, have you ever done it that way? I've not done it with another person. I have done it with myself and I did it again this morning just to see. Yeah. Um, but it's so interesting because you said left eye to left eye, but when I look in the mirror, my right eye goes to my right eye. So okay. I just, I just did that. Just let it so be. maybe yeah. it's just dominant eye. Maybe. Uh, and the weirdest thing you say, I didn't see different faces, but my face was wavering. Like it was going yes. to change. But what changed was my eye. It was the same color, but it got darker around it and it got smaller. And my oh my God, this is so cool. This my impression was like, I'm an old lady. Like I already am an old lady, but I mean, like I'm a really <laughs> old lady. I'm some, I'm different. Um, there was somebody different there. It was really so oh. I did what we talked about. We talked about doing this podcast last week and we said to ourselves, we were going to do it for ourselves. So, okay. Kathy and I have both done it with other people, but what we did is the scrying aspect of it, where we, we went into, um, you know, in front of a mirror in a fairly dark room and did it to ourselves. So I had a very similar experience where there was movement on my face and I could see like my like wrinkle, like I was aging. Yeah. Okay. But I also saw myself laughing at one point. I saw a big smile coming up at some point. And it made me feel like, oh, like fun. Like, oh, fun. I'm happy and I'm fun. I'm old, something like that. But then also the weird thing, same thing with the eye. Like I'm doing left eye to left eye, but I could see my right eye closing. Like my right eye was closing. It wasn't really closing. Yeah. I don't yep. think it was really closing. Yep. It wasn't really closing, but in it, but I like, I could see it kind of peripherally like getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yes. That's what happened with me. And, and then again, yeah, there was all this movement on my face, but it didn't change to another person. My, uh, I knew that was another person, but it was oh. me. I don't know how yeah. to describe that. Um, and I also felt smaller and frail. I don't know. I, I can't describe that to you either. It was just a, um, a feeling of who that person yeah. was that I was looking at. Because I've done it before, not for that long. I did it longer this time. But when I've done it before, I get this weird sense, um, not weird sense, but that I am my soul in this particular body. Like I feel separated from my body, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I did you set an intention before? You know what? I didn't. I, didn't. I, I, I yeah, I didn't. I, I totally I'm forgot. I just said, oh, whatever. And I was like, oh, I should have said, so that'll be interesting if we do it. And maybe that's why we didn't see different. I don't know. Right. Like I didn't see, I just saw myself like kind of aging, yeah. but it felt good. Cause again, I was laughing. I was smiling. I was like kind of having a good, good old time. So that's one of the things that, that I guess we should back up about a little bit, just when you're doing any kind of divination, again, set an intention before, like, am I right. picking this rune or this card for, uh, you know, what, it, what is my, what do I need guidance on? What am I looking for an answer to? Um, uh, and, and open, obviously with the uh, pendulum, you, you're not having an open-ended question. You're having a yes or no question. 
uh, with the other tools, you can have an open-ended question, but you can say stuff like, you know, you know, especially when you're looking in the mirror, show me my past lives, mm. you know, show me my future life, show me, you, you know, you, you can do any of that. But, but when you're again, picking a card, what do you, what do you want guidance on? Um, and it's, it's, it's better again, those really open-ended questions that are kind of not about, you know, people, we've said this before, people always come to, when am I going to meet the, the blah, 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 you know, when am I going to meet the love of my life? Maybe you could rephrase that of, you know, who am I going to be when I meet the love of my life? Who do I need to become to be happy? Who do I, do you know what I'm saying? Like open more, um, questions that will help you expand, you know, as opposed to when am I going to meet that person? Does that make sense? I mean, (laughs) wait, you're muted, Ginger. You're muted. You're still still muted. muted. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go. Start over. Start over. (laughs) So this comes back to the same word that comes up in like almost every podcast that we do, right? Is empowerment. (laughs) Empowerment. Exactly. There's the word I was looking for. Empowerment. Because I, a lot of times when a client will be, you know, say that, who's that partner? There's this, you know, because it's like, I can't be my best self until I meet this person. Right. Well, how, how great would it be if you become your best self and then mean, meet that person that is a match to your best self, right? as opposed to a match to who you are now? Not that I'm saying anybody's bad now, but if we all, I love that you brought that up because if we all shift things or pivot those things about empower myself first and then the, the, all these things, you know, it's a law of attraction thing. I was just going to say that is law of attraction, right? To hit the vibration, to attract things to that vibration that you want to be. Yeah. And I've talked to clients before about that. They'll be like, you know, but I want this person now, then I can be happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but okay, you're looking for a match to an unhappy person right, right. now. Right. So why do we want that? Why don't we become the person that we want to be? And then we, and then that, that perfect person attracts. Here's the other thing. Maybe the reason you're not attracting that person right now is because the universe is in divine order. And the person you get right now is not the person that you're supposed to be with because you're not who you're supposed to be right now. Woo, getting a little deep there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, that's our talk on divination. You can do it on seriously anything. If we did it on an 18 wheeler for crying out loud, eggs, tea mm-hmm. leaves, coins, stones. Um, and you may be attracted to certain things like me. I like, I love my animal cards because animals are so you know important to me. And I love my runes. I personally am not attracted to tarot cards because there's too many of them and they mean too many things. And I'm like, ah, and I just feel like I, I, I can't just, I always want to, I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I, but that's not big. That's not a big deal. That's not me saying that tarot cards are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is f- play with it. Find something that means something to you. You could sit in, I was just thinking this, you could sit in your sunroom 
my sunroom is on the second floor. So I can sit in the sunroom. And so I'm tree level. I could stare out at the tree leaves that are up against the window right. and do divination. It's, it's being intuitive with the help of a tool and being psychic or intuitive with the help of a tool. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we hope that was a little bit interesting. That was a little quick one, although we did go a half an hour or so. Um, little quick one, fun one. Um, we'd love it if anybody tried things or came up with something else or, you know, read their dog's fur. I don't know, you know, and, <laughs> and read the dust bunnies on your, you know, carpet or something. Oh, I could, that could keep me busy for a long time. <laughs> oh my God. The dog yeah. hair balls. Dog hair balls. What right. do they mean? What does this mean for my future? You are going to meet a tall, handsome house cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, anybody try stuff. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. And auto, try the automatic writing thing. You know that oh. I'm starting this. I'm like, oh, May 1st is coming up. That'd be a good time to like kind yeah. of start that um, 30 day automatic writing thing. Cause I thought that was cool. So anyway, so thank you so much for being with us today and listening today. And as always, you're probably listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify. We're there. Uh, we're also at um, our Facebook page at the psychic wives and then www.psychicwives.com. And hopefully we'll be hearing from you about fun stuff using divination. So until next time. Be well. Excuse me. Be kind. <laughs> be happy. And be happy and be kind. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.